Hey, 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 welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. I hope everyone's having an amazing day. It's crazy. I could totally get one of those. Uh, they got those apps or websites now. I think it's called a Restream that allows you to broadcast to all the different sites at once. But being the person I am, not wanting to spend any money. <laughs> I figured out a way to just be on. I figured out another way. So, yeah, it's to say we're live on Ear Eye Media, live on Facebook Live, live on IG Live, live on Anchor. Well, recording for on Anchor. And uh, this will also be on the Chew the Bible YouTube channel. So, yeah, eventually I'll, once more money starts rolling, I'll, I'll go ahead and probably spend some money on using Restream instead of having it jiggy-rigged the way I have it, this whole little studio set up. All right, here we go. We are in Matthew chapter 10, Matthew chapter 10. People listening on the podcast probably have no clue what I'm talking about, but oh well. If you, anyway, let's just get right into it. (laughs) Let's get right into it. It is 2.40 in the afternoon on this lovely November 3rd. 2022 and uh, we're reading out the New Living Translation make sure this mic's still rolling yeah we're good we're good yeah alright Jesus sends out the 12 apostles Jesus called his 12 disciples together and gave them authority to cast out evil spirits and to heal every kind of disease and illness there goes that authority word again he Here are the names of the twelve apostles. First Simon, also called Peter, then Andrew, Peter's brother, James, son of Zebedee, John, James's brother, Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew, the tax collector. I love that they put the tax collector uh, in parentheses there. James, I actually have a son named Matthew, and one of the main reasons we named him that is because he's one of my favorite people in the Bible. He walked away from everything to follow Jesus. He walked away from his job, walked away from, yeah, his status in society. I'm sure some, you know, benefits from fringe benefits like ladies. Uh, He probably had a lot of lady friends that came with him being a tax collector. Like, ooh, he got a good job. (laughs) He made good money. Anyway, all right. James, son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus. Simon the Zealot, Judas Iscariot, who later betrayed him. Wow, they they put that right on the front. Uh, the one who later betrayed him. Could you imagine that? Forever in the Bible, you were known as the person that betrayed Jesus. And it, yeah, they did not hesitate to say that on the front end. We haven't read the whole story yet. All right. Verse 5, Jesus sent out the 12 apostles with these instructions. Don't go to the Gentiles or the Samaritans, but only to the people of Israel, God's lost sheep. Hmm. Go and announce to them that the kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. Don't take any money in your money belts, no gold, silver, or even copper coins. Mm. Could you imagine today 
if you heard God tell you that, like, don't take any money with you. Don't take your debit cards. Don't take your credit cards. Don't take any cash. Uh, yeah, just go out there and trust that I will provide. Don't carry a traveler's bag with a change of clothes and sandals or even a walking stick. Hmm. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality because those who work deserve to be fed. Whenever you enter a city or a village, search for a worthy person and stay in his home until you leave town. Interesting that he uses the word worthy. What made a person worthy? First of having them stay in their home. What was the qualifications to be considered a worthy person? Makes you wonder. <clears throat> when you enter the home, give it your blessing. If it turns out to be a worthy home, there goes that worthy word again. Let your blessing stand. If it is not, take back the blessing. That's pretty serious. Once again, what made a home worthy? What made it not worthy? If any household or town refuses to welcome you or listen to your message, shake its dust from your feet as you leave. I tell you the truth, the wicked cities of Sodom and Gomorrah will be better off than such a town on the judgment day. Hmm. Verse 16, look, I am sending you out as sheep among wolves, so be as shrewd as snakes and harmless as doves. But beware, for you will be handed over to the courts and will be flogged with whips in the synagogues. Wow, that that would just get me all excited about this journey. You know, it was it was it was going all right until we got to the point where he says, you will be handed over to the courts and will be flogged or whipped. Yeah, with whips in the synagogues that's where right there i'm like all right i'm out <laughs> all right god i'm sorry is there something else i could do like can i like be you know carry the towels or something like that can i stay back here and chop some wood or something like that you know build some tabernacles i gotta go get whipped and flog what what flog with whips oh no i'm cool be like, okay, I can I can leave my money behind. I can leave my walking stick. You know, I can leave. You know, I don't mind staying at you know Airbnbs or strangers' houses or whatever. But you want me to get whipped? I'm cool. All right, I'm serious. This is me. This is me. Verse eighteen. You will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell the rulers and other unbelievers about me. Verse 19, when you are arrested, don't worry about how to respond or what to say. God will give you the right words at the right time. Verse 20, for it is not you who will be speaking. It will be the spirit of your father speaking through you. That's one of the challenges as a Christian. Sometimes we can just like, just talk, 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 talk. And, uh... One of my prayers is like, Lord, using me as your vessel, speak through me, speak through me. And when you've ever had my words come out of you and you're like, whoa, that was or something happened, interactions with other people. And you're like, whoa, that was totally not me. It's something pretty cool and powerful. You like that was not me at all. Like because my flesh would have completely done the opposite or said something dumb in that situation. But. That was totally not me speaking. That was the Holy Spirit speaking through me. 
Doesn't happen all the time. Uh, yeah, I'm working on it in that area, just being a vessel, you know. Sorry, y'all, my throat is something else. See, this weather change. Some days I'm good, moments I'm good, and other times it's like, whoa, my body was not ready for this. All right, where was I? All right, verse 21. All right, let's read verse 20 again. For it is not you who will be speaking. It will be the spirit of your father speaking through you. Verse 21. A brother will betray his brother to death. A father will betray his own child and children will rebel against their parents and cause them to be killed. And all nations will hate you because you are my followers. But everyone who endures to the end will be saved. Now, that's something I encourage y'all to go read some commentaries. All I'm not going to go that deep into it. Um, just encourage you to go research. What is he talking like? What kind of salvation is he talking about there? And who is he talking about being saved? Yeah. And all nations will hate you because you are my followers. But everyone who endures to the end will be saved. Who is the everyone? And what is he talking about enduring to the end? And what what kind of salvation are we talking about? Salvation from what? Those are the questions that pop in my head that I encourage y'all to. Those are just the questions that come in my head. And when I go back and read this stuff on my own, which I plan on doing, I'll listen to this podcast sometime in the future. Those are the things that I'm, I'm going to look at. All right. Verse 23. When you are persecuted in one town, flee to the next. I will. I tell you the truth, the Son of Man will return before you have reached all the towns of Israel. The Son of Man. Here in the note says, Son of Man is a title Jesus used for himself. Just for clarification. So I tell you the truth, Jesus will return before you have have reached all the towns of Israel. Verse 24, students. Or disciples. Students are not greater than their teacher, and slaves are not greater than their master. Students are to be like their teachers, and slaves are to be like their master. And since I, the master of the household, have been called the prince of demons, and y'all remember earlier the the uh, I know I'm talking about the Pharisees try to call him a demon or say that he got his power from demons and he cast out the demons into the pit and then ran into the pigs, the herd of pigs. Anyway, go back and read and see what I'm talking about if you haven't, if you haven't been following along. Anyway, the members of my household will be called by even worse names. Be like, yeah, they call me names. Just wait, watch, watch and see what they call you. Verse 26, but don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of those who threaten you. There's... I wonder how many times in the Bible Jesus says, or God says, um, don't be afraid. That's another good, fun exercise that you can do on your own. Just look up all the times that God says, don't be afraid. But don't be afraid of those who threaten you. For the time is coming when everything that is covered will be revealed and all that is secret will be made known to all. So much for, uh, I won't tell your secrets. Yeah, so much for that. Like, all, can you imagine? I don't know how it's going to actually work. 
I remember I've heard I remember being in church one time or something like that and they said like all of our stuff is going to be like up on a billboard like a movie to watch and I guess other people are going to see that movie I don't know I don't know how this is going to work but it's like some things I'm like God do we really got to show that can we just edit that part out do we have to all the secrets everything will be known every little every little thing lie you know yeah deep dark secret that nobody knows about even my own brother i think my brother's like the only person that probably knows like all of my secrets like everything yeah out of everybody in this world my brother is probably the only person there's probably still some stuff that he doesn't know that i can yeah but he pretty much knows everything but god knows it all even the stuff that my brother doesn't know all right i don't know how that's gonna work Go, yeah, encourage you to read some commentary on that. Verse 27, what he's actually talking about there. If there's any more clarification or some uh, parallel scriptures that can give you some more uh, understanding on that. Verse 26. Right, verse 27. What I tell you now in the darkness, what I tell you now in the darkness, shout abroad when daybreak comes. What I whisper in your ear, shout from the housetops for all to hear. That's a bar. Verse 28, don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both the soul and body in hell. Ouch. It's like, don't be afraid of these folks. The one you should be afraid of is me. Or Gehenna. Once again, go read. That's the Greek word. The Greek word for hell is Gehenna. I encourage y'all to go read. Look that word up too. What is the price of two sparrows? One copper coin. Coin. <laughs> I'm gonna say corn. Or the Greek is one Assyrian, or a Roman coin equal to one sixteenth of a denarius. Interesting. But not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it, and the very hairs on your head are all numbered. I actually have for most of my life I've had my hair cut like this low I mean like low low like off there's no hair on the top like Kobe and uh, like bald now I actually have some hair on my head I've been trying to do this young boy haircut or whatever this is and it's crazy to think that God knows every single hair on my head and on my body even the other hairs the public hairs as we, my brother and I used to say when we were younger uh, let's see if we can highlight this yes 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 alright and the very hairs on your head are all numbered verse 31 so don't be afraid you are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth I will acknowledge before my father in heaven So, yeah, even though there's time, especially in today's age, it's easier to go along to get along or say some kind of like cliche type stuff or, you know, to say that you're spiritual or, you know, whatever it is. It's kind of like have these generic conversations with people or talk about sports or whatever. That's kind of the default ground. Like talk anyway. 
But those times when you are led by the spirit and you feel led to speak up and be bold and share what God is doing in your life and and um, proclaim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and encourage, you know, or just be the hands and feet of Jesus. But I even necessarily saying a word sometimes, but if somebody just senses through your actions and your kindness that you're different. Um, and they ask you what, you know, what's different about you? Why do you, why are you so nice? Whatever. And you sell them this Jesus. That's it. Something like that. I don't know. Anytime you do anything that reflects the love of the father and you proclaim it out loud to other people, um, there you go. He says, but everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my father in heaven. Every, but uh, I fast forward it. My bad. Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, I'll also acknowledge before my father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my father in heaven. Now, my question on that is, is that a one time thing or is it like a. Because as Christians, all of us have had times, well, most of it, like, I don't, I won't speak for everybody, but I'll speak for myself. There's been times where I haven't always acknowledged God before people, right? How does that work? Like, is it just some one-time thing, or is it like, you know, these little moments like, oh, look at him down there. He, he ain't even, he act like he don't know me. He act like he don't even know me. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I don't know how that works. All right. Uh, verse 34 don't imagine I imagine it's an eternal thing like even just if you did it one time there's yeah but it's by accepting Jesus Christ in your heart that's the one time that's the time yeah and to God that's you acknowledging him before people and he won't deny you in heaven before his father in heaven that's how I'd like to read that could be wrong but that's how I interpret that. Verse 34, don't imagine that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. This is very, these are some very powerful verses right here. Because if you're dealing with some drama in your life or family, especially family drama, which is usually the source of most drama, this, this scripture right here will help make things, it will kind of give you a better perspective on what you might be dealing with. Um, in addition to the scriptures that talk about how we don't wrestle against principalities, powers, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but principalities, powers, like the spirit realm, things going on in the spirit realm, demonic, yeah, of the air. All right, here we go. Verse 35, I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. Wow, there you go. Give you some perspective. Uh, I remember when I used to be a criminal justice major, and I think I took this criminal criminal law course, and um, I remember one of the statistics that was brought up was that most of I can't remember what the actual statistical number was, but they just said most most of the uh, murders that happen are they happen by somebody you know, like most of the homicides in America. Uh, especially in America, the United States. Got to clarify because you got South America too. But in the United States, most of the murders that happen, y'all can go research this on your own, but they happen with somebody in your own family or somebody close to you that you know, but it's usually like somebody within your own family. Uh, so that might make you look around like, mm. <laughs> 
Anyway, all right, verse 37. If you love your father or mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son or daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. The way I interpret that last scripture pretty simple like I just had a conversation with one of my riders and they were talking about how they had all their stuff stolen they were staying with somebody a, uh, somebody, a friend or a family member and uh, all their stuff was stolen and they had to start over and I just shared my little testimony how I had all my stuff pretty much all my stuff stolen out of my storage unit at least my valuable stuff the like my trumpet or whatever, my childhood trumpet. That was the main thing I cared about. My basketball cards, or the collection, the little joint basketball collection I had with my brother. That was worth at least ten grand, if not ten. It was probably worth fifty to a hundred grand, actually. But we'll just even on the conservative side, we'll just say that basketball card collection was worth at least ten grand. And I was just sharing with them, yeah, we can't take any of this stuff with us. At the end of the day, it's all going to burn. It's just stuff, and. um the sooner you come to that reality, uh, and have, and they say as when you're younger, when you're young, when you're a baby, like, and you're especially getting into your middle ages, like it's all about me, 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 my, 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 my. You hold on to stuff, and as you get older, you learn that the well, most of us hopefully will learn the the value of letting go and releasing your hands and. And not just, and I'm not, I'm not just talking about material stuff. I'm talking about also our time, our talent, and our treasures, like our our actual physical bodies, like being more yielded to whatever God is leading you to do. And not just saying, "Oh, this is my time," or "This is, you know, I'll do whatever I want." Side note: I do what I feel like the Holy Spirit, God, is leading me to do, even when I don't feel like doing it. And that's a that's. It's it's easy to throw money at it's I've learned for me, and I'm still working on this. It's way easier for me to uh, throw money at something, and you know, just give to something than actually give somebody my time. Especially doing something I don't feel like doing. All right, anyone verse forty. Anyone who receives. You receives me, and anyone who receives me receives the Father who sent me. <clears throat> if you receive a prophet as one who speaks for God, you will be given the same reward as a prophet. And if you receive righteous people because of their righteousness, you will be given a reward, reward like theirs. I wonder what this reward is. Is it a plaque? Is it a banner? Is it a trophy? We'll see. Is it a, a ribbon or you know um, a lanyard or whatever they call it? A medal. All right, and if you give even a cup of cold water to one of the least of my followers, you will surely be rewarded. Of all the things he could have said there, a cup of cold water, why? Curious why he said a cup of cold water. Just thoughts that I have when I read stuff. Well, there you go. Just going through Matthew chapter 10. I think I'm going to go ahead and do like one more, just one more chapter, and then I need to go pick up a few folks and then yeah get ready for have my kids this weekend so 
fun times, fun times, fun times. So, all right, y'all. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'll be back. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.